Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today. At our show, we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to share with you this next episode here. This is a clip from a seminar I did in the fall of 2022. And in this you know, 20-minute clip here, what I'm going to be sharing with you is how the mind works. How are you creating results on a conscious and subconscious level? We're going to hear some question and answering and comments from some of the audience as well, too. And then also a little bit on how did your mind become programmed on an unconscious level? I think you're really going to enjoy today. If you're thinking, man, this is awesome. I'd like to learn more. Make sure you go to my website and go to the events and see what the next upcoming events we have. And maybe you can join us in person or on live stream at the next one. So how are you creating your results? If our mind controls all those things, again, let's, let's break down what's actually happening. We have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Now, within the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, what neuroscientists, their best estimate today is that about 5% of our mind is conscious. So 5% I'm actually aware that I'm doing, and then 95% is subconscious. And we'll come back to how you got programmed in a little bit here, but by the time you're 35, 95% of who you are is a set of unconscious programs. So some of you might be under 35, so maybe you're like 92% right now, but a lot of us are over 35, and so almost all of who we are is programmed. Almost all of who we are is a set of unconscious programs. And if that's the case, then most of our life is unconscious. Most of us are sleepwalking through our daily life. So we want to become more conscious. We want to become more aware. And we want to update the subconscious. So anyways, you've got a mind. And your mind controls, obviously, your action. It controls everything that you do. Whether you're doing that consciously in that moment, most of the time you're doing it subconsciously, but your mind controls everything that you do. Can we agree on that? Nobody has ever done anything without their mind. They may have done it not thinking, but no one has done anything without their mind. So your action. Now, we all know that action produces results. There's physical things that we can do here, and if I start to do things in a different way, I'm going to start to experience different results. So your results in life is what you're after. Is this a laser pointer? I think it is, right? That's okay. So your results are what you're after. And so if you want to change your results, what most people do is they just focus on the results. They spend all their time thinking and dwelling about the results, results, results. And they're not happy with where they are, so they're obsessing on that specific result. Money, health, relationship, business, it doesn't matter. And they're obsessing on it. But we have to follow back the formula. If my mind produces my action, my action produces my results, then it must mean that the the cause of all of that is in my mind. But if 95% of who I am is subconscious, then 95% of the results I'm creating is subconscious, unconscious. They're happening without me even realizing. And so, so many people were living our lives and we're wondering, why am I not getting the results that I want? It's because of your mind. It's because of what's stored in your subconscious. It can't be any other way. Now, most people would not want to accept that. And we'll talk about responsibility later, but we say, no, 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 you don't understand. It's the economy. It's the market. I mean, there's a lot of talk about the recession that we're heading into. And I want to prepare you, if you haven't already, don't let somebody else tell you how to think. Don't let other people tell you you're going into recession. Hey, the, maybe the economy is, but you don't have to be. That's your choice. I'm not going to recession. Business is booming. We're just getting warmed up. So the mind, so your subconscious, it's actually influencing your results. 
And again, people, what they'll do is they'll look at the results and think, okay, I'm not happy with my body. So then what do they do? They create an action plan. And an action plan, how many guys have created an action plan to get in better shape and the action plan did not work? Has anyone experienced this? Whew. I've done those. <laughs> For sure. How many of us have created career plans or business plans and it was a great plan? I mean, the plan was amazing. Like you had everything mapped out. I know this plan's going to work. The plan didn't work for shit, right? It didn't work at all, right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Because if we just try and train action alone, I mean, it is possible. Don't get me wrong. Some people have incredible amounts of willpower, but willpower is not the secret to change. It's not. It's valuable. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the secret. If all we had to do was just change our action, then we would change. So what does that actually look like in different examples? So it looks like we'll use health and fitness. It looks like, okay, I've got this great plan. It's New Year's. I've set a new goal, a new intention. I'm going to look like this. I'm going to weigh X pounds. I'm going to be able to lift this. And you buy the gym membership action. You even buy, a, or I guess you wouldn't buy a set of weights because you got the gym. But you buy new sneakers action. You get new exercise clothes, all that kind of stuff. And then you go to the gym. And you're there and you're feeling great. And you work out two days that week, three days. And then you're really sore and then the next week rolls around and you're still sore and you wake up in the morning and you're thinking, nah, I really don't want to go today, but I promised I would, so I'm going to go. So then you go and you end up doing this two weeks, three weeks, and before you know it, you're back to your old habits. Who knows what I'm talking about? Maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months. Why? Why? Because you didn't change your mind. You may have told yourself I'm going to change, but you didn't change what's going on on the inside. And nothing changes on the outside until we change what's going on on the inside. Nothing lasting. So all those things are valuable. If you want to get in better shape, would it be a good idea to get a gym membership? Probably, right? You know, get some new equipment, sure. But we also have to change our mind too. And if we want to create big changes fast, this is where it all starts. But there's another force. And later today, we're going to talk a lot more about it. But there's another force um, that we're working with, too, when we think about creating our results. Give me a minute. So we'll come to the force in a sec here. If you think about the basic formula for who you are, it consists of three things that are producing who you are. The way you're thinking, the way you're feeling, and the way you're acting. Yeah? I mean, that's who you are. You think, you feel, and you act. Everything else is a result of those three things. And again, if we stem it all backwards, just like we say the mind is the cause of results, there's cause and effect. Most people are trying to treat effects. We want to treat the cause, which is the mind. But if I say, if I think in a certain way, thinking in a certain way causes you to feel in a certain way, right? Do any of you guys have anything in your life that if you wanted to, you could think about it and it would make you angry right now? Does anybody have that? Okay, now you're not experiencing that event, right? fucking ex, you know. <laughs> you're not experiencing that event at all, but the minute you start thinking about it, you start to feel as if you're experiencing it. So thinking causes feeling, right? Now, if you were angry, let's just say that you were angry about something or some person, that person, and you started thinking about them and you started feeling angry, that it may cause you to act in a way that you may not want to. Yes? I shouldn't have said that, <laughs> right? 
So thinking causes feeling, feeling causes action, and then obviously the byproduct of doing that thing is going to create a result. So again, cause and effect. So the cause was what? The cause was the thought, right? The cause was the thought. Now here's what's interesting. We have about 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. 60 to 70,000, that's a lot of thoughts. It's a ton. And about 90 to 95% of them are the exact same thoughts as yesterday. So I keep thinking the same things, I keep feeling the same way, I keep acting the same way, and nothing changes in my life. And then I'm wondering, why are things not changing in my life? Why am I not getting in better shape? Why am I not making more money? Why is this not changing? Why is my career not changing? Why is my relationship? Because you're not changing. You're thinking the exact same thoughts, you're feeling the same way, you're acting the same way. Nothing changes until you change. But when you start to change, everything starts to change. That's the magic of this stuff. So the next force. So if there's action, we also have attraction. And how many of you guys feel like you got a, uh, I'm going to say, a basic understanding of how attraction works? Not like physical attraction, but law of attraction, if you will. Basic understanding. How many people feel you got an advanced understanding? Okay, good. Good. So attraction. So there's two things happening. There's what I physically do, and what I physically do causes a result, absolutely. But there's also what I attract into my life. And attraction, we're going to spend a lot of time later today on it, but here, here's the basic rule of attraction. Like attracts like. That's the basic rule. So as an example, if you're thinking negatively, have you ever noticed that you seem to start thinking more negative thoughts? It's like you start thinking that way and it starts to attract more negative thoughts. Now if you're thinking negatively, maybe you had a bad day, you woke up in the morning, you were grumpy for whatever reason, something happened yesterday, you're stewing on that situation yesterday, and the rest of the day seems to unfold in a crappy way. More bad stuff comes. Who's ever had this happen? All right, we all have. Well, was it chance? No, 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 you were attracting that. You were attracting. But the opposite's true, too. Have you ever been in, like, that flow state where life is just, it's like you can't do anything wrong. Everything is amazing. You know what I'm talking about? Well, was it chance? Did it just happen by accident? No. No. It's because of who you were being. And you being that version of you was attracting different things. So if we can learn how to use that attraction, now we're starting to really move. Okay. One of the things about neuroscience is when you learn new ideas, it creates new neural networks, new neural circuitry. And you start to develop new ideas in your mind, in your brain. The challenge with it is, is if you don't review the information, then it doesn't stay. So what we're going to do different times today is spend some time talking to your neighbor about what you just learned and teaching them. Okay? You follow me? So, I know we covered a lot, but turn to your neighbor and give them something that you just learned. Good, Jason, if you want to get the mic. Anyone want to share something that maybe you heard it differently today or something that resonated with you? I understand if you all share it once, the Delta won't be able to handle it, so I do get it. Uh, you can hear me, I suppose. Yeah, there we go. Um, so Jen and I were talking, and um, one thing I was saying is that quite often we have these negative thoughts come to our mind. Now, it's one thing to to say that, well, I need to change it and change to positive, but it's everything to do it, right? 
And so what are the actions necessary to do that and to be cognizant and aware of those actions? And Jenna was saying that what she does and what she's learned is acknowledge those negatives, write them down so they don't have that power anymore. Mm. And it allows you to then be able to, when those thoughts come in, to realize that they don't have the power mm. and it's, it's then allows you to switch your, your mind at a quicker rate. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you go ahead and pick. Yeah. So really quickly on that idea, you know, if you want to write this down for your notes, a thought is just a thought. That's it. It's just a thought. Yeah, bro. This, I mean, biggest thing I took. This is Chad, by the way. Chad Thompson. Sorry. Yeah. Hello. Um, My cousin. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were brothers. Brothers. Yeah, thank you. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, biggest thing I took is just that willpower is not the secret to change. Mm. And I mean, me and Jarek were just kind of talking about it, and it's like, you know, yes, results will come, yeah. but they're way less gratifying. Like, it almost feels like exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you'll get the result, but you're like, oh my gosh, do I want to go through all that again? Right. Where when you create attraction and you start with changing your thought, there's so much more gratification mm-hmm. uh, and almost like gratefulness when you achieve things that way, because there's just so much more flow and peace as opposed to just like trying to push through. Beautiful. So that was a big takeaway. Thank you. Beautiful. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a great point. Thank you for sharing that, Chad. But if, now, some people, don't get me wrong, there's people in the world that love the hustle. They love the grind. They love working all the time and just, like, pushing it. And if you love that, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're truly enjoying it, then live that way, absolutely. I did that for a number of years. I just didn't want to live that way anymore. I thought there's got to be, for me, a better way. There's got to be a happier way for me to live than force, grind. There's got to be a better way. Um, my name is Sheetel, and my beautiful partner was Lindell. And we were talking about how your programming, you are perfect for your programming. Mm. Like everything that you've thought, everybody who reinforced that for you, you are perfect for your programming. And the only way to change that is to start to bring to consciousness what is in the subconscious and really start to shift that. So unless you kind of dig up the root, so to speak, it's just going to continue to run as a program in the back. Amazing. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we got, by the way, there's, I know there's, I think there's 33, 34 lines uh, on live stream and some of them are watch parties. So I think we have about 50 people joining us on live stream too. So if we can give them a round and then I know we have a comment on there too. Jason, if, oh, he has one, Never mind. Yeah. So we have Matt Soderman said to create lasting changes, we must reprogram our minds. The conscious mind, our thoughts can reprogram our subconscious, which creates lasting changes. And then we have Melissa Hoffman who said, we're meaning-making machines. Choose your meaning wisely. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you, Matt and Melissa. All right, one more. Amber. Thank you, everyone. Uh, My name is Amber Bateman. So what really resonated with me is that you being a version of you attracts more of that version. So when I'm in a flow state, it's like everything's so amazing. Everything's effortless. But it's funny when I'm in a negative state... Things that will happen, I'll give so much more stress to and anxiety, but those same things would happen in a flow state. And I wouldn't, I would say, oh, that's no big deal. I can easily fix that. Mm. So when I'm in the negative state, I just give so much more power and create these like scenarios of disaster that never happen, by the way. But in my mind, it's just like I love being in a flow state. So consciously always seeking the flow state Hmm. is my new goal. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. 
I'm, I'm sure you've heard the expression, what you focus on expands, right? And where you place your focus is how you feel. That's ultimately what it is. And the way we feel determines so much in our life. It determines how we act predominantly. You can override it, don't get me wrong, but most of the time our feelings determine our actions. But it also determines what you're attracting to, which we'll spend more time on. So, your mind was programmed. You have a subconscious mind, as we know, and the subconscious is controlling 95% of who you are, but it was programmed. And if you think the analogy is a good analogy, um, I don't know a lot about computers, but I understand enough to know that in order for a computer to work, there's a set of code, there's certain code and programming for that computer to complete certain functions. And if the code is incorrect, then the function will not be completed, right? So your mind is a lot like that. It was programmed. And it makes sense that if it was programmed, just like a computer, that if, if, a, if a program on a computer is having issues, or your app on your phone is having issues, what do they do? They do an update, right? They do the update to fix the bugs, to make some corrections. And then you download the update, you get the new program, the new code, and then now the app works more effectively, the computer works more effectively. Our mind is very similar. Is, it was programmed, and we wanna work with creating new updates. So how was your mind programmed? Well, here's you today, right? Some more than others. Um, but this is you today. Your mind's pretty closed, right? And I'm not saying you personally, I'm saying collective, don't get mad. Um, <laughs> but you got this closed set of subconscious programs. Who you are is already programmed in, it's who you are. Now you can change it, that's the beautiful thing, but who you are is already in there. Your mind's pretty closed. Someone comes along and if you believe very, very fiercely about this one thing and they tell you, no, you don't understand, it's this way, then we fight that. Why? Because the program is there. The mind is closed, right? And we all do it in different ways. So one of the keys to change is we have to be willing to examine our beliefs. We have to be willing to examine what we think and question them. Again, you are who you are because of your programming. Here's a good question. Here's a good question. Was it the proper programming to get the results you want? Maybe, maybe not. And we have to learn to question that stuff, have to question our beliefs, have to question our assumptions. Maybe what I knew up to this point wasn't the way that it is. Maybe there is a different way. Maybe there is another way of looking at it. So that's you today. But then over here, when you're first born, you don't have a conscious mind. Very evident when the baby's born. They're just being the baby. They're not thinking, right? They're just totally unconscious. And so the subconscious is wide open at this point. If we go back to here, yours is closed. Your subconscious is not open. It's totally closed. So someone comes along, and maybe you struggle with money your whole life, and then they tell you, listen, money's actually pretty easy to make. You just have to learn how to do it in different ways. And then maybe you're open to that thought. Maybe you're not, but often people aren't. They say, what are you talking about? It's not that way. And you're closed off to the suggestion. The baby is totally open to the suggestion. No judgment, no filter, no values, no beliefs. Just a baby. That's it. That's all that it is. So it's wide open. And if we're going to talk more about it in a bit, but if you imagine the subconscious like a garden, a wide open garden, fertile soil, the most fertile soil that you could ever come across, and then we planted seeds, the garden doesn't ask what you're planting. And it doesn't care what you're planting. It just grows. So if you plant tomatoes, but you say, I wanted carrots, it doesn't matter how many times you tell the garden. It's going to give you tomatoes. 
So your mind's wide open when you're an infant. And from about zero to seven, I mean, nobody fully knows, but from about zero to seven, zero to nine is when the majority of your programming happens. When you're first born up to the ages of seven or around nine. That's where the majority of your programming is. So most of us, here we are, we're living our lives. We think that we're, you know, relatively in control of our lives. We want to be in control of our lives. And we're living these unconscious programs that the majority of them happened before we even really knew what was going on.